Welcome to Leading from Alignment, a weekly podcast from Converge Coaching, where our passion is to help you lead better, lead longer, and enjoy it more. Hello again, welcome to another episode of Leading from Alignment, and I am towards the end of my 40-hour work week here with my good friend, coach, mentor, John Opaluski. How are you today, John? Hey, Jim, I'm doing well. So good to be with you. Good. And I, I've kind of almost introduced the topic for the day That's right. just to make you laugh. It was worth it. But uh, tell us a little bit about what we're talking about today. It's entitled The Big Four Zero, and I'm not talking about turning 40. Um, good. I don't remember 40. It was so I long ago. I, I don't yeah, I'm sure it was good, but I... <laughs> yes. I, I think it probably was. It, it probably was good. But I'm talking about a 40-hour work week. Um, there we go. In 1900, uh, the Ford Motor Company commissioned a series of tests to determine how long a work week should be to optimize productivity. And, and they found, they discovered that the sweet spot was 40 hours per yeah. week. And, yeah. and so they, um, you know, they, they, this is where the 40 hour work week was born. Yeah. And uh, a gal named Sarah Robinson wrote about this in, in an article called, in, in the title of the article is bring back the 40 hour work week. And she relays this part of the story. She says in 1914, it was they did 12 years of internal study up to this point. Wow. Um, Henry Ford took a radical step. He did two things. He doubled his workers' pay, and he cut their shifts down from nine hours in the plant to eight hours. Wow. And <clears throat> all the other manufacturers who were friends and maybe competitors of uh, Henry Ford criticized him for this they they uh uh although many of them climbed on board later if they saw how <laughs> successful ford got after they made this this uh decision and and in 1937 the 40-hour work week was enshrined as part of the new deal i don't know if you knew that or not mm-hmm. and 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 by that time there had been like three decades of of data that proved beyond a doubt that if you wanted to keep your workers healthy and bright and productive and safe and efficient over a sustained period of time, you kept them to know them to no more than 40 hours a week and eight hours in a day. Now, yeah. one exception uh, in the, uh, to this rule, uh, in the, 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 there's a, an outfit called the Business Roundtable. Uh, and they did some research in the 1980s that discovered there is a there is an exception that a company could get short term gains by doing or going to a 60 hour week or a 70 hour week very briefly, like right, maybe right. You know, once a year or twice a, a, yeah. a year. Uh, you know, for example, you got to push extra hard to meet a production deadline or something like right. that. But they had warnings attached to that exception. And I think these, this is really the crux of what I want to talk about today. Okay. They, they learned that the increased hours yielded over time diminishing returns. Mm-hmm. So increasing a team's hours by 50%, let's say from 40 to 60, doesn't result in a 50% right. increase in, of productivity. Right. And I think some leaders assume that extra hours produce this equally matched extra output. Right. But that formula almost always fails. Right. We think about that first one about this increased hours <clears> yielding <throat> returns. 
it, it seems it seems like it couldn't uh, in a manufacturing setting because that that belt is going down <clears throat> at whatever speed it's going down, and you know you're screwing this nut into that bolt twelve hours instead of eight hours. It seems like it would that 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 couldn't be true. So you know, fifty uh, percent more cars come past you, but I think the results state that the, it becomes so poor that you have to undo what you've done, fix what's broken, <clears throat> repaint what was done poorly, that you you end up eventually, it, it costs you money. And it makes sense. I can't work 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There's at some point I am unproductive and I am I am not in the right place or I'm destroying my personal life or I'm destroying my health or I'm, and I, I think it's amazing that, uh, I, that Ford of all people, you know, put this in place, the double wow. salary. If I understand the story right, he did it so they could afford to buy a, a, a Model T. Probably that did. Was, that was part of it. That and he invented Ford Motor Credit so they could borrow the money. They had to work. They had to, you yeah. know. So he was a brilliant businessman, obviously. But but I, he was also notoriously cheap. So hmm. he was getting the biggest bang for every dollar he was spending for the proper hours. That yeah, you know, that did. I, it's it's brilliant. I think this is absolutely true. I know it's true in my life. Right. And so here's the second thing they learned is that working uh, uh, or warning that they they kind of listed is working an extra 20 hours is effective only in short bursts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, if you put in 50 to 60 hours every week, your production, listen to this, declines every successive week. Mm-hmm. You do that. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're doing 60 hours a week, four weeks in a row by week four, you're getting way less than you think out of that 60 hours. We all know this, right, Jim? When we get yeah. tired, we make mistakes yeah. uh, that take longer to fix. It's harder to focus. It's uh, production slows down. Um, uh, the business roundtable, the same uh, outfit we mentioned earlier, they, they learned that just if you do eight 60-hour weeks in a row, the falloff in productivity is so dramatic that the average team would have been equally productive if they've just stuck to a 40 hour work week. And here's the thing, you know, that I've lied to myself for a long time yeah. thinking if I do 20 extra hours week after week, after week, after week, I'm going to get ahead. Research right. tells us that's not true. Yeah. Yeah. And then interesting because the cost uh, of the first 40 hours is less than the next 20 hours with time and a half. Yeah. So you got time and a half, plus you got the other 20 hours at a higher rate. Right. So you're ending up spending twice as much for the same productivity after after six weeks. Eight weeks was it six weeks? Yeah, weeks? I think they said it was uh, eight, eight, 60 weeks. Hours, eight, eight weeks. 60 hours, eight weeks. Yeah. So you're spending twice as much on labor right. six weeks later with that increased schedule. That's fascinating. And then here's one more thing that came out of this. I like I like data, you know, so this kind of stuff, yeah. like, it just fascinates me. And this one didn't yeah. surprise me. It's that long-term productivity really suffers. Yeah. You know, interesting enough that, you know, let's say you have a short burst. You have one week where you do 20 extra or 30 extra hours. Yeah. yeah. And the following week, your workers go back to 40. They learn that it can take several weeks for them wow. to return to their normal output hmm. of 40. It's, yeah. it's just, it, it is just so fascinating. Hmm. So for a while, if you're pushing your team uh, and you say, well, I, I, I've been pushing them too hard. We're going to, we're going to peel back. 
yeah. to 40 a week for a while, you're not going to get 40 good hours from them for a few weeks because they're still recovering right. from yeah. that extra exertion week after week. Wow. Um, so I, I just think, you know, you think about it, Jim, and how in our Western culture, in, in the boomer culture, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a late boomer. And, and yeah. I mean, boomers tend to be workaholics. You know, they tend to yeah. be achievement oriented. And, yeah. um, and there was this thing, if I just work harder, I just work longer, I just keep at it, that somehow, some way, I'm, that's, gonna, that's going to make me more successful. That's going to make me yeah. richer. That's going to make me more respected. And what, and what research is telling us is very little of that is true. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that crazy? It, it is. You know, it's funny. I, I, was, uh, I was in the hospital years ago and a young man came in and he was a, uh, an intern. Hmm. And I, he, he walked in and confidence was not the first emotion I had. When, when, first of all, Dookie Hauser walks in, second of all, I, I just said, when was the last time he had a good night's sleep? He looked at me, looked up from his clipboard. He said, I have no idea. And like, back at his clipboard, I thought, you're getting ready to diagnose if I have a heart problem. Are you, are you sure this is the right idea? So I, I think, you know, again, I'm not sure what the hospital's metrics are and what they're trying to measure as, as positive or what the constraints on the, on the industry. But I, I think people know when someone is ready to serve you. And when someone's ready to sell you something or ready to build something or ready to um, minister to you or, you know, and I, I think having lives that have the proper boundaries, you know, the, the, the proper, the proper cutoff times as we're, we're talking about today, it's everything, isn't it? It's not, it is not a small issue. And certainly scripture, you know, God creates some a, a time that we can work where it's daylight and a time where we can't work. We cannot work, not you know, we, we got to figure it out. Like we cannot work. And then he's got an agricultural, you know, there's seasons of the year that you cannot work. You, right. you eat what you've planted, but you rest. And then you have the Levitical law where every seven years, let it rest. Every seven days, you got to rest. Your animals have to rest. It is, yeah. there are rhythms. And I, and I wonder, John, if, if after all this, it isn't a matter of trusting God versus trusting our own selves, our own wisdom, that, that God has a pattern. And, a, and, and I, I think Henry Ford has observed it. He didn't create yeah. it. Right. They, do, they all didn't create it. They just observed a rhythm that God said, if you want to be most productive, do, do it this way. Do it the way I tell you to do it. And I think that really gets to the heart of the matter. Yeah. I, I think it could be that simple that yeah. it comes down to trust. <clears throat> yeah. Am I, am I doing this on my own? Am I trying to make this happen on my own? And I've done it. Yeah. Full, full disclosure. Yeah. Or do I trust? that God is actually going to do the heavy lifting and it's on me to plant to water. Like he's instructed us in scripture and to trust him for the results, to trust him for the growth. And so we're not talking today about being lazy. We're talking about smart. We're talking about being wise uh, about longevity. Um, I'm a realist. You know, I understand that if you're watching today or listening that your work week doesn't always fit neatly into 40 hours. I get it. I get yeah. that. And, and I'm not suggesting that any work done after 40 hours a week is worthless. I'm not saying that right. either. Or that you're doing something inherently evil Yeah. when you do. But please, 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 please be aware of the inevitable productivity decline 
after you reach the big four zero. Yeah. You're a human being with limitations, God created limitations, who is not getting the same bang for his or her buck yeah. at hour 41 that you were in the first 40 hours. Yeah. You think it's safe to say, I don't want to make a too much of a universal or blanket statement that I, I can miss the exception, but I, I didn't, I didn't obey my way to burnout. You, you probably didn't obey your way to burnout and depression. No, I, right? disobey, I disobeyed we, my way. We disobeyed our way. We, we decided as all lies, all the way back to the garden of Eden, that, you know, God may have been keeping something good from us that I know he says to do this, but right. You know, perhaps, perhaps when my eyes are open, I'll see something better than what God has promised me. And there just, there is no such thing, is there, as better than the plan of God? There's no such thing. And, yeah. I, and Jim, that's that's so profound what you just said, because I think I think in some ways that's what it is. Yeah. You know, like I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do Sabbath because there's something better out there, and God's hold, yeah. God's withholding it from me. Yeah. He's keeping it from me, and man, that is such a lie. And it, you know, it created obviously great turmoil for all of us when Adam and Eve didn't get that right. Yeah. So Jim, uh, wrap us up. Yeah. So I, I, I said this uh, recently on, on a recent podcast we did. I, I have blind spots. You have blind spots. Every leader has blind spots. And the only way to see my blind spots is to be honest with someone who can see what I can't. And I, and I think this would be one of those areas. And I've watched you as you teach this in a room full of leaders. Where they they uh, you get to the part about exercise and they kind of groan and look down at their pages and shuffle back and forth and the, and the second one uh, I would say would be this part right the oh, rest yeah. be done when you're done 100%. your work needs hard edges not not gradual soft edges it needs a hard edge I stop working at blank o'clock unless somebody died unless a baby was born in my family room unless <laughs> but I you know I I have to be done because I'm extraordinarily mortal and I have to trust God with the other hours of my day so I. Yeah. I just, I feel like you're, this is, this is one of your life messages. And I, I'm encouraging our audience to listen to this because, you know, the old Tuffy muffler commercial where you can pay me now, or you can pay me later. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's one of these issues is you, you can rest now or you can rest later, but if you rest later, it'll, it'll be a forced rest. It'll be because of sickness, that's right. it'll be because of loss. It'll be because of burnout, depression. So one of the things we try to do is help you guys lead longer and and uh, and more effectively and have a better time doing it this is key and uh listen listen to the two guys looking <laughs> looking into the camera saying we're, we're, we haven't we didn't read this in a book we've done this poorly and suffered the consequences so god bless you our dear listeners and we can help you in any way have somebody take a look at your schedule we can do it and what's nice about us is we we're not your wife we're not your husband we're not your crew we're we're a third set of eyes that uh has an opinion and and has learned to live by that opinion and we can help you so converge coaching go to convergecoach.com backslash uh what backslash something uh, i think it's backslash contact us or something like that yeah. there's just the contact us link right, it's right on the there page. yeah it's right there and and a half hour we'll hang out with you and ask some good questions and help you develop some good answers so god bless you and uh, we are praying for you again it's tuesday you didn't quit good for you. Keep going. Keep going. God bless you as you continue to lead from alignment.